Hey there, and welcome to the Marvel at Jesus podcast from Life 90.5, where we talk with Christian artists and more about the things that wow them about Jesus. I'm Mandy Bowman, joined today by uh, the, the guy behind Remind Me Who I Am, I'm Gonna Let It Go, as long as you're still here on your Life 90.5, it's Jason Gray. Hey, Jason. Hey, Mandy. It's good to be here with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, We'll talk about Jesus in just a second, because that's the whole purpose of the Marvel at Jesus podcast. But first, a couple kind of silly questions for you. Try to get to know Jason Gray a little bit better. Okay. Okay. All right. So first question, again, very silly. Uh, Would you rather your only mode of transportation be a donkey or a giraffe? (laughs) If I got a ride on the back of a creature... It should be a giraffe, right? I mean, you know. Right. You know, I mean, the giraffe would be like the uh, the Maserati of pack-bearing animals. Well, not yes. the Maserati. I, I guess I'd be more like a cheetah. But, you know, like the more interesting of the two. So. Right. I think so. I mean, if, everyone rides a donkey, but yeah. who rides a giraffe? If I'm pulling up at a party, I want to pull up on my giraffe more than yes. my donkey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Perfect answer. I love that. Okay. One more silly question for you. Would you rather only be able to communicate with animals or only able to communicate with people from another country? Oh, only, uh, huh. Uh, I suppose it would be more useful to communicate with people from another country only, but more rewarding to, to communicate with animals. Probably. Why would that be more rewarding? Well, I don't know. They they're uh, they're maybe a bit less complicated, you know. Mm. Uh, and you 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 know you, you usually think of animals like a dog and a cat as a companion, you know, and stuff. So going hiking, having to talk with my dog, that could be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. But uh, you know, like like if I'm gonna make a living at some point, I probably have to. Well, I suppose I could be, I don't know. This is too complex of a, it's, it's, uh. I know it takes a lot of brain power to really work out these questions. Stakes are very high on this one. I'll say animals. I'll say animals. Animals. Okay. I think that's, I think that's a good answer. Although I don't know that I'd want to know what my cat was thinking about me all the time. I imagine there's some not nice things on occasion, but. You know, uh, sometimes I wish I could spend five minutes in the body, like in the being of, of, of a person or an animal. Like, you know, I, 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 th- I think, uh, you know, just like being in someone else's head for a few minutes would probably drastically change our understanding of them and, and how they see the world. Like, I think I'd get so much information in that moment. I would imagine that would be true with an animal too. Like, like you'd get a rush of information that you wouldn't otherwise have, you know? So that's a good thought. I like that. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of thankful that we don't have that opportunity though. Cause I think it would just overwhelm my mind a little bit, but yeah, true. <laughs> all right. Now on to the real purpose of the Marvel at Jesus podcast. Thanks for playing with those, those funny yeah. questions, but, uh, but we're really here to talk about Jesus and what wows us about him and his character, maybe something that he's done in scripture that's just stuck with you for a while. So Jason, what is it that wows you about Jesus Christ? Yeah. And, and, and here at the beginning, I'll, I'll, 
I'll also make people aware that I, I, I suffer from a, a speech impediment um, known as stuttering. So I just want people to know that so they don't think that Mandy's making me nervous. <laughs> I'm so intimidating. Very, I know. I'm so sorry. Easy, <laughs> e- easy to speak with. It's not her. It's me. So Okay. Um, the, there's so many things you could say about that. You know, um, one of them is that he's constantly defying our expectations. And um, because I, I, I imagine, you know, some of our expectations are our attempt to get a handle on him, you know. And we'd want to get a handle on him so we could manage him, you know. But, uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't allow for that, right? So I'm, I'm working on a book, and I was looking at the moment when uh, uh, there's a, there's a man who's brought his 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 son to the disciples uh, to be delivered of 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 a spirit that keeps. Uh, throwing him in the fire and mm-hmm. all that thing. And, and there's an argument breaking out between the teachers of the law and the disciples about how to go about this and what the problem is. And Jesus comes upon them and, um, <clears throat> and he learns what's going on. And uh, he... Um, he lashes out at them. It seems like, like, like uh, he says, uh, "How how long must I put up with these people?" You know, um, and that it's so unexpected to me because we we, we uh, usually want to imagine him as endlessly patient and tender, and and here he's 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 very like derisive and condescending it looks like you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like like he's he's had it up to here with this unbelieving generation you know um and that's surprising to me you know like it's if 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 we want to um we have to bring the the idea of of uh of gentle jesus meek and mild to that narrative and kind of force it on there if that's how we want to see him, you know, but he seems like he's kind of irritated and uh, exasperated. And then he asked the man, you know, do you believe? And the man, uh, it's that wonderful moment in scripture where I have the sense that, and maybe it's because of the uh, apparent, um, irritability or whatever word we'd want to use to um, describe Jesus's response yeah. in that moment. I feel like that's but, a good word, yeah, yeah, yeah. irritability. Um, I imagine the man's uh, senses that, oh, the stakes are high here. I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, and, 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 and I've been, I've been praying for for God to help my boy for years, and there hasn't been any, anything that's happened. So I don't know if I believe, but I believe enough to bring him to these disciples, you know. And so I imagine that he knows the right answer is to say I believe, but he also knows 
I need to tell the truth here because I think this guy will be able to detect if I'm being untruthful, you know. Mm. So he says that most wonderful prayer, I believe, help my unbelief. And then the moment happens. You know, so so um, uh, what I think is, I, I, I think all of that makes Jesus interesting and multidimensional, you know, um, and kind of mysterious too right so mm-hmm. um i'm i'm, I'm uh, i would say that that draws me into the narrative it makes me want to know more it makes me feel like i haven't gotten to the bottom of who jesus is this this idea that he's god but he's also a man who maybe gets irritated sometimes or like uh, I, uh, what what does that mean you know so i think that's interesting but um you know, that that interests me, and it draws me in to know more about him. But I would say the thing that I love the most about him, looking at the book of Hosea, and I know this isn't specifically about Jesus, but it seems to embody the spirit of Jesus, right? Where, where, where God says to Hosea, um, I want you to marry a, a prostitute because my people... Israel have prostituted themselves, and and we're going to make a point about this, right? And so Hosea marries Gomer, and she wanders away, but but he keeps taking her back, you know. And it's this beautiful story of grace in the Old Testament, grace that that becomes embodied in in Jesus Himself, you know. So I think the grace of Jesus is the thing that I love the most. I remember reading that that uh, there was a a conversation between some of the professors at Oxford about what is Christianity's distinctive, you know, and uh, and C.S. Lewis walks in the room. He goes, "Oh, that's easy. It's grace, you know, because all the other religions offer ways that we can get to God by you know by doing X, Y, Z." And uh, and Christianity says, uh, you know, that, well, no, this is how God comes to us, mm-hmm. you know, um, because we couldn't get there on our own, so he comes to us. And that's what Jesus represents, you know. And then there's also, you know, him him uh, playing with the children and saying, no, uh, unless you become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of God, you know, so that... Um, reveals like a spirit of play that 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 Jesus has you know so he seems playful mm-hmm. and uh wise and he doesn't um uh you know he's he's grace he's the embodiment of grace but he also comes as a judge at times even in the gospel you know like mm-hmm. he he comes down hard on 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 on, uh, on, s- 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 on on self-righteousness, you know. So he's this multi-dimensional. I I would say the thing that I'm most grateful for is the love of Jesus because I I I need it more than all the other things. But mm-hmm. um, but it's the other things, you know, that 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 keep me engaged and curious. Like what a a fascinating person, <laughs> you know. 
I think fascinating yeah. really is a, a great word for yeah. for Jesus. And and like you said, we we kind of. I think we we often think of Jesus as as kind of boring sometimes if we oh, if we will allow ourselves to to admit right, it you right. know it's he's always meek and reduce, mild very yeah. patient and all the right. things and but then you read a little more into scripture it's like no there's a lot more characteristics to him than just that meek and mild stuff yeah. mm-hmm. do you feel like that like the older the older I get. Um, I discover, you know, more more complexity in the Gospels about Jesus. Um, that it seems clear to me, like, oh, I th- I think I glossed over this before mm-hmm. because it was too it was too complicated. Do you feel like we uh, ignore the parts of him that are complicated in f- favor of of, of the of, of the stories that that uh, support our preconceived ideas of him, or I think we we tend to do that a yeah. lot, and yeah. um, you know, we we like to focus on the qualities that we like, you right. know. So right. so taking the time to really sit down and read through the entirety of the Gospels yeah. and the entirety of Scripture and get to know the real Jesus for all of his characteristics. Um, I think yeah. there's there's a lot of value to that. In fact, I've been doing some Bible study lately, just reading through the Gospels and asking God to show me something about Jesus that I've not seen before. Mm-hmm. And and he's really good at pointing out those things to me. It's like, yeah. I never thought about this before. And I know I've read it a thousand times, and all of a sudden it's right here in front of my face. And it's like, well, duh, you know? And it just makes, this, it makes me love Jesus all the more because I'm yeah. getting to know him for who he actually is, you know? I'm glad I asked you that because that's... A beautiful prayer. Well done. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna employ that. Um, that's a great idea. You know, like um, one of the stories of the gospel that uh, I think we often overlook. Like, like if, 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 if nothing else, one of the things that the gospels are telling us is that. Uh, those who were most uh, interested in the Messiah, most invested in his coming, were the ones who didn't recognize him when mm-hmm. he came, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, and, and that's uh, a cautionary tale for me, because that's me. Like, I love Jesus. I'm very interested and invested in his, you know, in where he shows up how he shows up and uh, the stories of the gospel indicate that that may make me particularly vulnerable to missing him when he does show up right you know Mm -hmm. uh, probably because of 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 my preconceived notions you know that 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 blind me to who you know probably because of who I think he is could Mm -hmm. blind me to who he actually is when yeah. Should, well, know. when when you have an idea built up in your mind, yeah. uh, this is Jesus, and this is what he's going to do. Right. When when our understanding is is limited, and we don't have all the details, and yeah. and then when God shows you know, Jesus shows up in a very real way, we're like, this doesn't fit what I thought he was going to do, and then you right. want to bypass it and just move on, and that's yeah. it, you miss a lot if you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's uh, I'm I'm I'm. I'm I, th- I think about that often and, and like, how can I have, you know, like, 
a beginner's mind with all of this again, like when I first became a believer and it was all new and I was just, you know, open to, I hadn't begun to, 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 to clamp down on, on, on certain ideas of him at the expense of others, you know, like, mm-hmm. how can I be a sponge again, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But your prayer, I think, accomplishes that, you know, like, help me to see something about Jesus that I haven't seen before. That's beautiful. Yeah, and if you do that, I promise you God's going to show you something. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) He's been real faithful to do that for me, for sure. Um, Well, I I really appreciate you sharing those stories and the things that wow you about Christ. Like, that is is so good, Jason. Uh, But let's pivot real quickly to to your music. You know, what's what's new on the horizon for Jason Gray? Yeah, uh, I just got done with my new record it's called land of the living Uh, i don't know when you're gonna air this but uh it comes out uh, october 14th or around that time i think um and it's uh it's 12 songs um and uh so i'm excited about that i i i i i had i had a blast writing these songs and um it also includes Probably my most personal song I've ever written, um, like 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 personal enough that I'm kind of anxious about releasing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's going to be on there. But I'm also um, I also uh, just turned in the first draft of my first book. Yeah, and, I'm uh, interested in that. I mean, the yeah. music obviously, yes, very yeah. interested in that. But the book, what's that about? I got the editor's notes back last night. And so after we're through here, I begin doing uh, a read through of everything and 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 working on 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 my second draft. But um, I've actually been working on three different books over the last few years, and and uh, this one has emerged as the first one that I'll I'll release. And it's um, it's basically uh, a series of devotional essays based on all of my songs that I've ever released. Wow. So uh so each chapter is 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 based on one of my songs and I I think that's 140 142 songs something like is that. Is that all? That's a- so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um and so that's been that's been a blast, you know, like like uh on I'm um Going back through the old songs, like it's 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 been a way of of uh, of tracing my own journey, you know, like like, oh yeah, that's what I believed about that uh, fifteen years ago, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and and, and uh, my 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 thinking on 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 that idea has evolved a bit, you know, and and it's just kind of reminded me, like. I think in the intro of the book, I'm going to start it off by saying that I, I, I've, I've, I've ever not been a heretic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I believe it was I believe it was N.T. Wright who said that uh, a heresy is a truth spoken too loud, you know. And uh, and I can see how oh when I was learning about 
about grace. Maybe I, I, I overemphasized it at a certain time in my career when I was learning about about discipline. Maybe I overemphasized that, you know, and and that uh, just as I grow, I've 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 grown into a more um, balanced way of seeing things, and 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 that and that's very humbling because it also means the things that I I, I believe. Right now, I'll probably understand them differently ten years from now. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, as, the, the, as we grow and mature in Jesus, that's going to happen. You know, that's inevitably going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so, this uh, this demand for accuracy on ourselves, um, I think, is isn't the right mode of of being. I think. I think I think curiosity and and the humility to hold our understanding loosely um, is, is is what I'm reminded of as I go through the old songs and you know and 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 see uh, where I've come from where I was and and I think that means that I'm probably ten years from now up up I'll, I'll be here probably you know so. I don't know if that makes a sense at all. But. <laughs> no, it does. Uh, any idea when that book's going to come out, and what's the title of it? I don't have a title yet. Uh, it was it was supposed to. Uh, I was supposed to get done with it last August, <laughs> and so it's 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 been way more work than I expected. Uh, mm-hmm. My hope is is early next year. I have to do round two of the next draft and uh, the editor says, oh, a lot of people can do that probably within about a month. That's hard for me to imagine that I could do it in that amount of, of time. Uh, work on the book has also revealed to me that I, I don't think I'm an, a, a naturally great writer. I think I can get there, but I think it, it takes me a long time. Um, you know, when I'm- You write good songs, but writing a book's well, a little bit different, huh? <laughs> When I work on a song too, uh, it's it's it takes me a long time to write songs, and I'll usually write like ten or twenty verses, and then pick wow. the best two. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, writing a hook has been like that too, where I'll, I'll I'll write like ten pages, and then whittle that down to a page and a half. But but that's just a a, a very long process. I'd imagine if I were a better writer, uh, I wouldn't have to go through all of that, you know, but but (laughs) I don't know. I'm getting better though. So the last thing I wrote was uh, the entries for the most recent album. Okay. And then, okay, good. I think these are in a place that's good to go to send to the editor but now I'm going to go back to the beginning and read all the way through it and I did that and then made corrections on the way oh this isn't working the way I thought it would and, and and then when I got to the newest one which just two months earlier I thought is good to go I opened it up I was like oh my goodness there's so many problems with this <laughs> but I didn't recognize the problems two months earlier but now because of all the work I've done I do have a capacity to recognize the problem. So that does mean that I'm, I'm growing as a writer. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's I can spot problems quicker. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. 
anyway, <laughs> well, that's with all that, but um, yeah. Well, no, that's that's really cool. I'm very fascinated with that entire process, and looking forward to uh, to that coming out sometime yeah. next year. Again, we don't have a name for it yet, so I don't know exactly what to watch for. But if yeah. it's got Jason Gray's name on it, that should give me that's a pretty right. good clue, right? Okay. Hopefully, a cool picture of me on the front. Maybe, yeah, obviously. Maybe I don't know. Hopefully. <laughs> Well, Jason, thank you so very much for your time today on the Marvel at Jesus podcast. We're yeah. looking forward to, to seeing what else comes from you in the future, okay? Mandy, thank you very much for having me. A pleasure speaking with you. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of the Marvel at Jesus podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can get the next episode as soon as it comes out from Life 90.5.